Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Sometimes a house can just speak to you. You don't know why. Not that you walk through the house and go, ooh, there's ghosts here. But sometimes you're just drawn and you don't know why to a certain place. It just keeps calling you back. You just keep going, yeah, there's something about this place I really, really like. And then sometimes you find out it's haunted. (laughs) You get there like, oh, I get why. They wanted me here. They wanted to torment me here. Or they just wanted company. Sometimes you don't know the answer to that until you're in those situations. In our next story, we hear about a mom and a daughter. And they keep getting drawn back to the same place till eventually they say, all right, let's sign the lease. Let's call it home. Only to find out that many spirits call it home too. Take a listen. I moved to Los Angeles in 2000. I had a boyfriend here who lived in a small one-bedroom apartment in Studio City that was way overpriced, and we decided to look for a cheaper, bigger place for both of us. We went to a cute place over in Sherman Oaks, one bed, one bath, built in the 20s with cute built-in cabinets and the dining room and just tons of character. Immediately upon walking in, my boyfriend Eric said he just didn't like the place at all. Wouldn't even bother to look at the rest of the place. However, the unit was only $600 a month and it was in a nice area. He was adamant he would not live there. Fast forward six months, Eric and I were doomed from the start. He was a total loser and had a severe drinking problem. We had moved far, far away to Woodland Hills and the drive into town was draining, as was our relationship. I managed to talk my way out of the lease due to his drinking problem and began my search for my very own place. I had a very small budget and asked around the workplace if anyone knew of anything. I was tempting a real estate investment company, and my supervisor, June, said she owned a building in Sherman Oaks with a one plus one for rent 
for $6.25 a month. She gave me the address. I was shocked when I drove up and realized it was the exact same unit Eric and I had viewed six months earlier. The lease was one year long, but at the time, I didn't put two and two together to realize that it meant either the unit had sat empty for six months or someone broke the lease. I loved the place and moved in. It was fine for the first year. I was barely ever home, going down to San Diego every other weekend to dance as a go-go dancer at a club. And on Broadway and the other weekends, my daughter Sierra would come down from Fresno to have her weekends with me. At the time, she was living temporarily with her dad so I could get settled, and it was summer, and he had her for summer vacation. Anyway, probably about a year after moving in, strange things started happening. Around this time, I was staying home more and not driving to SD every other weekend. The first incident was blatant, in-your-face blatant. I was on the phone with a guy I was dating. It was the middle of the day, and I had these two framed pictures on the dining room wall over the dining table. They were about six inches apart and were hung with two nails on either side of the picture frame and had those alligator-type hooks on the back that secure the nail head so they don't slip off. All of a sudden, both pictures literally flew off the wall. I immediately thought we had just had an earthquake and asked my boyfriend if he had felt anything. He said no. I noticed nothing else was shaking or swaying. I went over to the pictures expecting to find the nails had come out of the wall or the hooks on the back had come undone, but neither was the case. All four nails were firmly in the wall, and all four hooks were attached to the picture frames. I put the pictures back on the wall and stood there for a while, trying to make one picture fall off the wall. I couldn't get one, let alone both at the exact same time to come off. I was perplexed, but brushed it aside as a weird coincidence. About a week later, I came home at night to a dark house and walked over to the floor lamp. As I reached for the knob, the light came on. I again brushed it off as a wiring issue or the weight of my foot moved the floorboards and the bulb was maybe loose and it jarred it on. Little things kept happening. My remote control for my bedroom TV went missing and never resurfaced even when we moved out. My hairbrush also disappeared, never to return. Just little stupid things anyone could brush off. But then it all changed. My daughter was little, about five years old. It was Christmas time, and I had a new job as a research scientist for UCLA Center for Sleep Research. I worked long hours and didn't have time to go shopping for her gifts, so I decided to shop online. I got her this Cinderella castle that lit up and had music and dancing mini figurines of Cinderella and Prince Charming. The package came a week later, and I put the box at the foot of my bed and went to sleep. Around 3 a.m., I was woken up by loud music and flashing lights coming from the foot of my bed. The castle was playing over and over, and I couldn't get it to turn off. I took it out to the kitchen, shut the kitchen door, shut the hallway door, and my bedroom door, and put the pillow over my head, and tried to ignore the loud noise and get some sleep. The next day, I checked it, and it was off. So I again figured that perhaps something happened during shipping, some weird wiring issue that had made the castle come to life. I wrapped it up, and on Christmas morning, Sierra opened it and was elated. I said to her, oh, and look what it does, and pressed the button to start the music and lights. Nothing happened. That's when Sierra pointed to the front of the box and said, Mommy, look, it says four AA batteries required. I could not describe the chill that went up to my spine. I told her we would have to return this one and get a new one, and we did. Later that month, I went to put Sierra to bed one night and she kept fussing and saying she wanted to keep her light on in her room. 
I refused and told her to get to sleep. No more than 15 minutes later, a scream came from her room. I ran in and she was white as a ghost and said, Mommy, Mommy, the old lady pulled my blankets off me. Her blankets are piled on the floor at the foot of the bed. I didn't believe her and scolded her for telling tales and made her go back to bed. I would later come to regret this. Sierra was with her dad on summer break again and I was all alone. My friends Jenna and Ashley were coming over. Jenna got the first and I told her what had happened and been happening over the past few months. To my surprise, Jenna didn't laugh. She told me that she too had had weird experiences while babysitting at my house in the past. Ashley came over and asked to use the bathroom. We'd said nothing to her about the weird happenings and she walked into the hallway and stopped short, came back out and said, uh, Anna, something's not right. Something's off in your house. There's a bad energy in your hallway. That scared me so badly. I hadn't ever mentioned anything to Ashley and she'd been to my house many times, but now even she noticed the change in the energy. Later, Jenna and Ashley were in the bathroom getting ready to go out. Suddenly, I heard them both scream. They came running out and said my bathroom window had just shut off at its own volition. I didn't see this, but I believed them. And they looked very upset. More and more stuff began to happen. I had a constant problem with flies. No matter what I did, I'd come home to 20 to 30 flies in my living room. Only in the living room. I had the manager check the windows, crawl space, spray for bugs, even then flies and more flies. The other thing was the freezing temperature of my house. Even in summer, the living room was ice cold. I had space heaters and the actual heating unit for the apartment, but no matter what, it was always icy cold. But it wasn't the kind of cold I was used to. It was bone-chilling cold. It was all starting to make me wonder. But I didn't believe in ghosts or haunting, so I never once thought of any of these incidents being due to a ghost in my house until one night... I went to bed around 2 a.m. and for some reason, I consciously thought to myself that I was going to turn off all the lights and close both the hallway door and my bedroom door. I don't know why I thought this to myself as my usual routine was to leave both open and the kitchen light on. But this night I turned everything off and closed the doors. I was lying in bed praying out loud for my daughter and started to hear what I thought was my upstairs neighbor banging around. My neighbor was an elderly lady in a wheelchair, so this was strange to me. I stopped praying to listen, and it stopped. I began my prayers again. The banging began again. I decided to just ignore it, and as I did, it got louder and louder and louder until it was apparent that it was not coming from upstairs. My bedroom door was violently shaking as if someone was trying to get inside a door that was locked. My door had no lock, yet it was rattling the door jammed so violently that I was frozen with fear thinking someone had broken into my house and was going to come in and hurt me. I somehow got up the courage to jump out of bed, switch on the light, fling open the door while screaming at the top of my lungs to scare away who was ever on the other side of the bedroom door. And no one was there. The hallway door was wide open. Every single light in my house was now on. The TV was on to static. The computer was on. The stereo was on to static. Every single electronic and light was on. And the doors I had closed only 20, 20 minutes prior were all wide open. I stood breathless in the doorway of my hall in the living room. And now my windows were rattling. I screamed, stop, 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 stop it. I was jolted by a loud knock on my front door. It was a manager who lived across the hall. I opened the door and she asked if I was okay. She'd heard my screams. I told her what happened. 
To my horror, she said, Oh, I thought you weren't having any of those problems Carlos had had. I asked who Carlos was and what she was talking about. Carlos had rented the unit back when Eric and I had first seen the apartment in 2000. He signed a one-year lease. Five months in, he fled in the middle of the night stating the house was haunted and he refused to live there and broke the lease. The rent was so low because no one would stay longer than six months or so. I'd been there for nearly two years. I left that night and stayed with my boyfriend. I went to the lab for work and my boss, a renowned sleep doctor, called me into his office and asked me what was wrong. I wear my emotions on my face loudly. I told him he was going to think I was crazy and I might be crazy, but here's what happened. He said he believed me and said I should talk to his wife, Wendy, who knew about this stuff and maybe could help me. She was a psychologist. Great, I thought. He does think I'm nuts. Wendy came at lunch and she told me that she believed me. I needed to take my house back. She told me I needed to get some sage and salt water, go to the day, go there in the daytime, open the windows, tell the spirits to either leave my daughter and me alone or to get out. I felt like an idiot talking to myself with a burning sage stick, but it worked. I did stay for another eight months until my current fiance moved us over to West Hollywood to be near him. I wondered so much about the apartment. I looked it up and found two deaths. One was natural, an elderly woman. Could have been the woman who pulled my daughter's blankets off and a young man who committed suicide in the detached garage. My daughter told me after we moved out that she had seen many other things happen to her, but didn't want to scare me. She was like five to eight years old and didn't want to scare me. I still feel bad that I didn't believe her the night she screamed for me. But I certainly got mine. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcasts right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or Patreon.com slash Real Ghost Stories. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. 